Hello, Divine Soul. This is Randina Marie. And Kaylee Alexa. And we are the mother-daughter duo here to spread some enlightenment, upliftment, and happiness your way. This is the Talk Mystical to Me podcast. And today we are talking about the Great Awakening through astrology. Astrology. Also other things. <laughs> yeah. My awakening, actually, what happened, and your awakening, and our awakening. Yeah. <laughs> awakening, awakening. It was so cute, because this morning I was meditating, and I was just thanking God, Source, Universe, all the things. Mm-hmm. And they said masters, and I was just, like, remembering when I first started really meditating and going on this journey, and I was like, it's so cute that I mm-hmm. never gave up. Yeah. And we did it. Like, we're doing it, and it's happening. And it was just a full circle moment, and it was, like, one of the first full circle moments that I know is yet to spawn another full circle. Yeah. You know? So. Like, the realization. Thank God for my awakening, and thank God for the miracle I received at Rizmia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was funny. Last night, she comes into my room. We're both wearing our tank tops that we got from Rhythmia that says, I got my miracle. And we were just, we didn't even realize it Yeah. for it like so the weird. first half an yeah, hour. We were just talking, talking. Like, we're wearing the same I was shirt. like, I was oh like, shit, you're wearing the same shirt. We're wearing the same shirt, which is so weird. Like of all the shirts that we have in I our. I know. And I was digging in my thing too. I was like, I'm not wearing a tube top to bed. It's just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking for a mess. Yeah. One out. One yeah. Out. <laughs> both out. Just what's happening. <laughs> Yeah. So I was like, I guess we're going with the onk. Yeah. The rhythmia. Yeah. The only reason I really noticed it is because I was looking in the mirror and I was like, oh shit, there's a cobra snake on here, which I didn't realize oh, yeah. before on the onk. And so on I was like, it is the onk. Yeah. The snake is the onk. And so mm-hmm. it was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. Because the snake is that divine feminine energy. So when you were wearing it, I was like, whoa. The that thing is, cool. is, I probably would not have noticed if you didn't say anything. My lack, it made me realize, like, I need to be, I must be more self-aware. I must be more self-aware of things that are going on. I'm just kind of like, I realized. That's okay. Yeah, too much attention to detail as yeah. a Virgo, Sun, Mercury, North Node, every other thing is, I'm okay. You yeah. Know, selective. Yeah, so we thought we would talk about our awakening and share some tips with you so that you can come more into because it's like you think of oh you have an awakening and that's it no you have several (laughs) it doesn't really ever end if it does end you're not up leveling your consciousness so like awakening is just moving into a new level of consciousness yeah and and the only way to truly manifest that heaven on earth life that you are really wanting to live is to change your consciousness so Mm mm-hmm One of the things that I found with it is it's kind of like the honeymoon phase. You know, when you first start learning about law of attraction and manifesting, it's like, oh my gosh, I can manifest butterflies and parking spaces and it's so magical. And you go through that for a while and then you're like, like, oh, fuck, part of this is facing my shadow. Well, because I feel like it's just showing you it was already there anyway. You just have more awareness. Yeah, and I feel like that love and connection has to be established before yeah. you go into the underworld of your darkness. It too. Yeah, it definitely does. It, it reminds you. Yeah, and that was the same thing that happened for me in ayahuasca. The very beginning was just this beautiful, magical tree of life, and there were so many colors and angels and love and 
then all of a sudden I go down into the root system of the tree and I'm in literal hell. So it was like, Mood. yeah, it was being faced with my own shadows and also realizing that all the demons were created by me to teach me my power. Yeah. So it was, it was a really amazing experience. And then I was like, wow, this is kind of how it is in relationships, you know, like in that <laughs> beginning phase is like the honeymoon phase. You're, you only have oxytocin oh, flowing. So everything is amazing. And then it's like, and there's a soundtrack playing <laughs> yeah, in the everywhere you go. Yeah. All the stores you go into you're is a love song. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 You're just, you just Yeah. You're like, I found the one. And you're just like in this utter bliss. Thank and you. then it starts to wear off and then you're like, wait a minute, wait a darn minute. Why (laughs) is he breathing like that? What, what do I hate in him? Because that's what I have within me. Then you realize, oh shit, relationships are mirroring my shadow. Yeah. Then you realize that every single thing that you look at and have any kind of thought about it is because it's something within your own self that you either love or you hate. Yeah. But everything is a reflection of you. So it really is crazy. I had to go through many dark nights of the soul the first real awakening I had was when Deegan was an infant and I was taking a U.S. history course in college and we had to read um, history of the United States by I think it was Howard Zinn and it told you the truth oh I remember when you I remember when you yeah came you were to like four you don't ever listen to anything no, they six. teach you yeah, in school. Exactly. Because like, that's word. when I realized Easy. that it was all lies, that the government was lying to us and manipulating us. The, the animal industry was horrific and terrible. And that was like right around the time I was learning about PETA. And yeah. just all the things started happening that made me wake up to what this reality really was and what I was contributing to. And it was definitely a major ego death. So it's like you do have this awakening that is beautiful and blissful. And then you also have the awakening to your shadow. Like you have to, you have to wake up to that. And it's easy to be like, oh, the shadow. But like the shadow is like varying degrees, you know, yeah. goes really dark. It's like what shade, it's like a transition shade in your mm-hmm, eyeshadow. Exactly. Like which one are we laying down first? Yeah. Because it gets darker right. the more you're stacking on. And not only from this lifetime, oh, other lifetimes too. Yeah. Because you, ha- you wake up to all of that. that. I just really am like in my live, laugh, love era. I feel I can't. Yeah. It, well, the it's so beautiful to go through it because once you transmute that, yeah. you become more of yourself. So obviously yeah. for me, it's going to be more intense. I had a fucking crazy, gnarly upbringing in life. And so I'm going to be faced with a lot of pain, you know, a lot of the pain and have to heal that. I couldn't feel my heart. It was like no matter how hard I tried, I would not allow myself to get too close. That makes sense. Because I was terrified of them dying on me, right? So it's like you don't allow yourself. Even though not allowing yourself to get too close and be open and vulnerable is a protection mechanism, it still hurts you because you still are sad if something happens or if that person leaves or whatever. you still develop feelings for them regardless. Mm -hmm. Just the whole time you're fighting it instead of embracing it. Yeah, I was working with a woman the other day on sexual trauma and we were healing her experiences that she's had. And we were going through this NLP divine effect process to reprogram this in her brain. And the very first question that I asked her is think of think of your intimacy because 
a big problem with women is most women cannot orgasm. They cannot climax. And I part understand. of that, part of that is because when you do orgasm and you do climax, you're fully open. All your chakras yeah, are open. So most women do not allow themselves to feel vulnerable and open like that in the space of a man. Even if the man that they're with is trustworthy and loving and kind and deserving, not only from the woman's own experience, if they've had sexual trauma that they remember or don't remember, also because we carry 14 to 21 generations of our ancestors within our cells and our DNA. So we're programmed genetically to be, to be shut off Alert. to, yeah, to be wary of the men, right? To be that. wary of man. It's, it's psychological. It's genetic. It's the same thing as we're programmed to be fearful of bears. It's, it keeps the species going. So yeah. like we've experienced as women, abuse from men. So of course we're going to be wary of them. So I, the first thing that I asked her was think of your relationship with your husband and <clears throat> when you're having sex with him, cause they've been together for many, many years, how open and vulnerable do you feel yourself to be with this person? Or do you still feel like there's part of you that's still guarding yourself? Right. Cause I asked her that mm -hmm. before we started the session, because that's a gauge for her to be able to know that after it's healed, she's going to feel more open and vulnerable oh, to yeah. him. So so she was like, no, I do feel guarded still. Like there's still part of me that doesn't let myself be fully open and intimate with him. Even though I enjoy the sexual pleasure yeah. of it, it's st there's still a part of me that's prote protecting, right? And it's something that you do that you don't really realize you're doing. So after we're going through and we do the reprogramming process and, and heal it, and it literally only took like 20 minutes. It was so fast. And yeah. it was just so amazing and beautiful to experience that. And then even after that, having her awareness of how she felt so different. So the the whole point of this is when we when we've had experiences and we feel the guilt and the shame of things that we've done wrong, whether it's sexual trauma or something else, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Anything where you've come to to belittle or punish yourself for something you think you've done wrong, maybe it's a consistent punishment from your adult or from your parents, the adults in your life when you're younger, blah 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 whatever there's a part of you that guards yourself. So you'll block yourself and then that forms your identity. So then you go through life with this guarding and with this protection mechanism, not even realizing that you're doing it. So for her, it wasn't only showing up in the sexual arena. It was also showing up in her career and, and her ability to feel open and, and trusting other women, which yeah, is who she's meant I to help. That. Right. So having that healed going into that darkness going into that shadow to have that healed and then come out of it the memory completely gone she couldn't even access it she's like it's so That's weird crazy. it feels like I nothing same i know it really is it really really is it's, that's one of the most beautiful feel, things about the brain yeah because you also took me through the process you know to help yeah. me with my own experiences and i noticed even in my most recent relationship while wow, that was like crazy mm -hmm. like a little too crazy for me. I was way more open. I wasn't protected. Yeah, you weren't as protected or guarded. Until obviously things with them happened. Yeah. Yeah. To where I like couldn't trust them. Of course, I'm not going to. Yeah, them. right. It wasn't because of. I will say it does. The work does change. Yeah, it changes you and how you show up in the world, period. Yeah. And so this is why it's important also to understand that if you're coming up against. A, a block, a manifestation block or something that's you feel internally is blocking you, not allowing yourself to get to the next level. 
it usually always is related to something underneath the surface that you're protecting yourself from, which is why it's not happening. It's not because the universe isn't giving it to you. It's because there's some part of you that's guarding yourself from that experience yeah. because of what it believes will happen. This yeah. is the most beautiful thing about it. A few times or multiple times. It has happened exactly. multiple times, like more than one. Yeah, you're going to be like, Fuck no. Yeah. In this lifetime or other lifetimes, because you are always in existence, wherever you go, you take yourself with you. You don't just cease to be just because your body dies. Like you continue to reincarnate. Yeah. And so me and myself having this ability to be able to help women to heal this and move through it. I wish I had someone to help me going through. Because the older I've gotten, the more I realize if I wouldn't have had that healing at what? 19, 20, yeah. 20, whatever, mm-hmm. 21, mm-hmm. I, what it would, it gets worse. Yeah, like it does. I think to myself, if I were to it still does. be living with all of that, oh, it would, I would be in, I don't even know where exactly. I would be. Self-sabotage. Oh, it max. would be the most painful. It would be like a, this shit never mm-hmm. got better. Like mm-hmm. I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Luckily I always thought it would get better. And then mm-hmm. I was guided and I had a mother who was a yeah. healer and she also put me in healing sessions and everything like you took care of me Mm -hmm. so it i when i would tell myself it would get better and i believed it like it did get better yeah like that was true right but yeah if i didn't have all that and i was like hoping it would get better one day and it never did i would literally be like what what is what is going on yeah on this plane called earth like yeah handle this i know even when we were in ayahuasca i asked you know because i saw some very dark things even for myself you know when i was like two and a half three years old uh, being molested i didn't even know that that happened at that age until i saw it and so i asked her what is the point of all this like what what do we do this for and it was she literally said for the journey of healing because through healing is awakening yeah to experience right like it's just crazy to me that this is like a realm where that those things exist yeah and it's also a realm where there's just the most beautiful heaven and garden of eden and beauty all around you and the love of spirit and you know not everyone goes through those things i know I'm on one level. I'm very appreciative that I did because it brought out my sexual nature, like the, whether it's like learning through Lilith and the darkness of it or the light side, you know, the Eve side of it, like it, it definitely brought out who I am and who I was meant to be in this life. And I don't feel like I would be able, I would be as powerful if I wasn't in tune with my sexual energy. I feel that. I, I really, yeah, I understand. You know? That. Yeah, because you create too with that. Plus, you have to find a good thing of in the most horrific I know, you like, have to find the you don't, lining, Because if you don't, literally, it's going to be one of those things where you never can solve it and it can create uh-huh. a lot of inner tumultuousness. Like, you would literally have to be like, well. Yeah. So that was. The whole Vietnam thing is what woke me up when I realized that, like going back to that closing that loop. Oh, in the closing that loop, my first awakening, and then the animal. (laughs) I was like, where the the animal cruelty? Vietnam just come from (laughs) the U.S. government's lies that I. uh, Okay, let's. I know we don't want to get. Let's tread lightly. (laughs) Well, everyone knows that by now. Not everyone. Okay, well, people listening to us do. I know, but it's like scary it's not it's real it's i'm saying it's scary to be talking publicly about that i'm glad i'm not scared of that well 
glad you are too, girl. Yeah. And then the next point in time, my next awakening was when 2012 hit. And that was like crazy. I think it happened actually before that because I had to, no, it was after that. It was actually after that. It was 2012. That's when I had my third eye awakening. And then astrology. I was on, I was dealing with an experience where I needed to know the truth of like a soul's purpose. And so I found an astrologer that did like prenatal astrology. That was, that's the, that's the next time. So 2012, that's a whole other story. I'm not going to take up yeah, the whole podcast talking about that one. The, the one that when it started to get lighter and like happier yeah. was when I discovered astrology and yeah. when I had a chart read and then also opted to have my chart read and it was just too fucking accurate. Yeah. She nailed down my mom's death. She nailed down my dad and the way that he treated me. She nailed everything right and so that was what started my obsession with astrology and then obviously after studying and coming to understand who I am and what I'm meant to do it's literally all in my birth chart yeah and then realizing that for myself having my children's birth chart read and that's when Kaylee I had Kaylee's read too with her yeah Shannon Murray was the first one to ever read one of my my very first chart she was so good too Mm -hmm. like so gifted and so eloquent and yeah. She's so beautifully natured. I know. I really love her. Yeah, she definitely, you know. Yeah, she because I remember like my whole life, my mom was always like, "Oh, your due date was August nineteenth, but you were born September sixth, three weeks yeah. over." <laughs> so yeah, it's just something. And I remember learning when I learned about zodiac signs and things like that. And I learned that because I was so theatrical growing up. I loved dancing. You put me in dance mm-hmm. super young. I always would just get on tables and start dancing and singing. I wanted to be a singer. I just loved performing. Yeah, because the tables were like the stage. <laughs> yeah, the tables were my stage. Like the fireplace was my stage and I had karaoke. I just loved performing. Mm-hmm. I loved I loved it. Still do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was something that I was always really drawn to. And when I learned about zodiac signs very young, I remember I was probably like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And I found out I was a Virgo. I was like, well, I am not clean at all. I remember thinking that like I hated cleaning. Yeah, she was not Virgo type at no, all. No, and I just felt, and then I learned that Leo, I would have been a Leo if I was born August 19th. And I was like, I literally think that I got fluked because I'm such a Leo. Yeah. I always thought that to mm-hmm. myself. And people even think, anyway. Then finding out I had the birth chart reading and I was a Leo rising, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, and then later yeah. finding out in true sidereal, true sky sidereal, oh, you are a Leo. Leo. Mm-hmm. Leo rising. I'm a Leo sun. Yeah. Leo rising in true sky. I'm a Leo Mercury. I'm a. I have so much Leo. Yeah. In true sky. Yeah. So the, there's a difference. So there's tropical astrology, which is seasonal. And then there's Western. true sky astrology, which is goes off the actual sky. Well, true sky is what he branded it, but because there's sidereal, yeah, so but it's, sidereal, but, but for it's like it's not sidereal though, because sidereal doesn't include Ophiuchus. So it's but it's, didn't he brand it? Didn't he well, himself call it true sky? No, that's like what they brand. call it. It's like the Egyptian way that they do it yeah. is through the what the sky is actually oh, yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was his name? He does, um, it's like MTZ. I forgot what his name was. But he does, he has videos on it. It's, if you just type in 
Yeah, MTZ True there. Sky Sidereal. You'll you'll pull him up, and then he has videos on it that explain yeah. everything and why we do it. The one thing that I <clears throat> feel with him though is that he doesn't. He he always says, if you were expecting me to say the sun is in Sagittarius, you know, or whatever, he's like, it is not. Unfortunately tropical astrology or whatever he says he always makes it so that it's like an unfortunate thing that the the seasonal astrology exists which what i found is studying my true sky sidereal and studying my tropical sidereal i mean my tropical astrology they both match and sometimes my tropical matches way more than the true sky so it's just a matter of doing your own research and finding out what relates to you because I, I honestly believe it matters where on the planet you were born. Mm-hmm. And so he, but other than that, his information, Athen, his name is Athen. Yeah. His information is amazing and he has so many valid points. It's just, I don't feel like one should reject the other. I feel like all modalities have some basis and they're all useful to some extent. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, because the, you know, in true sky, I'm a cancer rising, a Pisces sun and a Gemini moon, which I don't relate to any of that Girl. other than the cancer and the well, you're a cancer moon. Pisces. Yeah. So Here. that's what I'm saying. In, in, in tropical astrology, I I'm a cancer moon. I don't relate to any of that. Moon. The only thing that you're Not in is that way. Gemini like, moon, but you literally wrote a book. You speak. You you are an author. Like well, I also you... have my Mercury. Where? Oh, it's in Aries. It would be. No, it's in Pisces. It's in Pisces. It's in it Pisces. would be in Aquarius. So, like, the tropical Aries sun relates to me more than a Pisces sun. Is all yeah. I'm saying. And Leo rising. And the Aries midheaven. Like, I I'm more related to that. And even when I have, even just having both charts side by side, and I'm reading them, they're very similar and the energy expression, I just feel that I relate more to tropical. I can't believe I heard you admit that. Yeah, I do. And a lot of things, even like future predictions kind of thing. It's like I relate more to Leo rising than I do cancer rising. Well, yeah, because what you're also listening to is governed for tropical. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you're going to relate to tropical. Well, even when I... No, that's why, because I have been listening to both. I've been... Yeah, but they're talking about the house placements with that based on the rising sign. And I always tell you that the house placements stay the same in sidereal and Yes, but the expression changes because the sign changes. Of course. But what I'm saying is, like, when you're listening to them explain a tropical cancer rising horoscope, it's based off of a different house placement. And a different energy expression. Yeah. All I'm saying is do your own research and find what relates for you, right? Like what you feel I am tropical most all the way. To. I appreciate Siberia more than anything just because I love all art forms. And, yeah. And not art forms, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, hi, kitty. Yeah. I also feel that even when, even when I'm reading for – like take Chiron, for example. In true sky, I would be uh, an Aries Chiron. Mm-hmm. which I am not a people pleaser. So I do not relate to that at all. And in Western, I'm a Taurus Chiron, which I relate to that because yeah. I do get down on my own self. 
yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm saying. You just have to, and, and another crazy thing that I found about it is it all is like blended because, because of the different sign house placements will be amplified in this area and this area and this area and this area. So even though it's like, oh, you're, you have Pisces sun and Pisces midheaven in my true sky sidereal, in my seasonal, my tropical sidereal, my tropical chart, almost all of my planets are in Pisces. So yeah. I'm still going to express Pisces heavy, right? So <clears throat> it's just fun yeah. to look at. The main thing that I actually loved the most is discovering my soul purpose through astrology because they both say the yeah. same thing like regardless yeah. they both say the same i'm meant to be a teacher and i speak through mercurial energy and you know that all of that and that's how i make money so it still will tell you the exact same thing and that's how i discovered what i was meant to do and it made sense of all my shadow and all my darkness and like even the reason yeah. my mom died because when i did a synergy chart with my mom's chart, Sinistry, yeah. It's literally like said that she is to she is gonna sacrifice herself for the greater good. And so when I read that, I was like, Oh, that's why she had to go through what she went through so that I could help other women to come out of the darkness. So it was like yeah. one life for many. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it made more sense of that experience Which makes too. Because a lot of people who are like known or famous they dealt with a major death before mm -hmm. using it as a driving force to yeah go into career yeah it's like you have to you have to turn your pain to power yeah 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 and it also says all the mystical and magical and then even discovering that Doreen Virtue and that other woman who does astrology I can't remember Yolanda. who she was yeah they wrote a book Angels and Astrology oh yeah yeah and then I also realized Oh, there's the goddesses in astrology too. Yeah, there's a the twelve a book that's really great. I think Shannon actually told me about it. Was the twelve archetypes of the goddess, and there are yeah. different goddesses for each zodiac sign. Mm -hmm. And you can see which ones are called to you the most or relate to you yeah. the most. And you it's work great. With them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you work with like those Leo archetypes. Like Leo rising, Rhiannon mm -hmm. works with Leo. Mm -hmm. So it's like the sorceress. Yeah, you know? yeah. When you work with those archetypes. Each of these, each of the different goddesses and the different angels, they're like doorways into that stream of energy that you can connect to, to, to bring into your consciousness, into your awareness, into your being. So even if you aren't someone who's like, oh, I want to work with benevolent beings, you still can even just looking at a picture of it, start to feel it, like literally get a picture of even either Isis or Diana or even Wonder Woman, and just look at it and start to see how you feel because you'll start to feel the same feelings mm -hmm. that that being is portraying and then you, it's amplified within you. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Kaylee learned in her astrology too that she was meant to read astrology, that she did it naturally. And mm -hmm. she was young when she had that reading and now yeah, she does it. And was... she can just look at a chart and just be like, yeah, you know, not even. Years, well, I, it never really stopped. She never really stopped learning. Yeah. Um, I spent years studying, did courses, all kinds of. I was even just before so that, though. I know, I could just see it in like. It's from other lifetimes. No. Yeah. There's, there's also something that you've been doing for lifetimes. Yeah that is going to assist you. And the main confusion is we get too caught in the illusion of the 3D that we have forgotten to be 
connected to source energy so that we can find our way and navigate Mm -hmm. our way through the 3d reality Mm -hmm. so meditation is is the number one thing and i know when i say meditation people think oh you have to sit with your legs crossed and your fingers in a certain position and although that can be part of your practice meditation literally means focusing in on the silence it's quieting your mind Mm -hmm. because when you get your mind quiet you will then be able to hear the voice of spirit. Even for you in meditation, all the beings that come to you, it's crazy. I know from the get-go. And it's which has helped a lot so in much. the work that I do and the readings I do and different beings channeling through to give advice or to express like interest in working with the person or how, who they're already connected to themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like a vast array of, it's like having all these different tools to yeah. move these beings. Right. I, w- I was visited by all of them. Yeah. Not all, but most. Yeah, and they give you inf- they the give bat. you life advice. Yeah, you just see them, you know, you know. Yeah, they just, you feel there. that they're. You can't con- that's the thing about meditation. You can't control what comes no. through. You just have to that's get quiet. That's why I silent meditation the most because yeah. guided meditation helps when it's like you're getting back into the swing of things mm-hmm. of the silent meditation. Or if you want something specific, like cord cutting and mm-hmm. things like that, I appreciate it. Um, but when it comes to silent meditation, nothing really beats it. No, no. And, and I feel like most people never reach that breaking point, like that tipping point. Because when you're in silent meditation and you're just becoming the observer and you're just watching your thoughts, you're not identifying with them. You're just watching it. And if you keep saying, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. You start to release yourself Mm -hmm. because, you know, the observer effect makes things happen. Mm -hmm. So when you get to that point where you're just watching and watching and then you get into that silent space and then you have no thought, you literally feel a, and it just, you just are a different person yeah. after. Yeah. And so that's that's what to get to. So if you have a hard time quieting your thoughts, which most people do because we're inundated, not only that, but social media just amplifies mm-hmm. it and gives you so much energy because it's one thing after another. So it's just like if you have a, a container, a bin, and you're just putting all this shit in the bin, mm-hmm. and it's just so much. This is one of the reasons why so many people have anxiety. If you can, if you can't keep your mind quiet, you have to do brainwave entrainment so that it can synchronize the hemispheres of your brain so that you can get to that quiet. My favorite one is EOC. There was one that was called Imrama that worked the best, and I don't, I don't think they're around anymore. But the EOCinstitute.org, they have brainwave entrainment that if you listen to it, will it will synchronize your brain hemispheres so that you can allow in the voice of spirit because. You can awaken your gifts. You can awaken the gift of mediumship. You can awaken the gift of clairvoyance. You can awaken the gift of clairaudience, of clairsentience. You can awaken these gifts. I do this day in and day out in my courses. You know, even one of the women in Jasmine was saying she discovers she has the gift of mediumship. Remember that just the other day or like two weeks ago? Yeah, and it's like you wake up. You have all the clairs. They develop. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Things that are already inside of you re-emerge. Yeah, because we all have a brain. We all have a pineal gland. We all have a crystal palace. We all have these things within the core of our brain. And when you awaken them, you become it. So start to awaken your third eye. Even if you feel like you're already awakened, 
there's more. There's more levels. You can drink blue lotus tea that awakens your third eye. You can get crystals to place them on your third eye that awaken your third eye. There's definitely many things that you can do. Yoga awakens your third eye. You know, there's there's so many. Yeah. Just start the journey and keep going on it, you know, because it definitely is so rewarding and worth it because you definitely do get to this place where you're just in peace and in love and in harmony with yourself and your life. And that's when things get really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And we're here to guide you. So Mm -hmm. if you ever need anything, just let us know. Also, if you have any kind of questions, personal questions that you want to ask or any topics that you want us to cover, you can email talk to me at talkmystical2me.com and we will definitely, that's email address, right? Yeah. (laughs) Talk to me at talkmystical2me.com. I thought it was just talk. I don't know. I think it's talk to me talk at talkmysticaltome.com. It might be info at talkmysticaltome.com. I don't think it is that, though. I think it's talk to me at talkmysticaltome.com. Anyways. If you want your questions answered. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick a question and answer it for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be really cool. It'd give us a lot of conversation topics, yeah, too. Of yeah, question of the week. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so do that. You can even comment on our Talk Mystical to Me Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. It's at talkmysticaltome. And, you know, send us a private message if you have a question. We can answer it for you there. We should even do, like, a card poll for the week, too. We used to do that. I know. Let's once. do it. We did one time. Let's do it. That'd be fun. Like, even, like, on the podcast. Like, yeah. Do a, yeah. a card poll for, for people. All right. So, I feel like I'm good. What I'm about you? Great. <laughs> That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you for listening, and we love you so much. And if you want to meet us in person, you can go to Hawaiian Goddess Vortex. Mm -hmm. If you want to heal. You can go to the Hawaiian Goddess Vortex. Oh, there's a hawk. Oh, no, it's a crow. (laughs) You can go to the the Goddess Vortex and meet us in person and heal and be activated and have so many cool things happen. You go to HawaiianGoddessRetreat.com to find more information out for that. Also, we have our sacred visions sacredvisions.com for archangel necklaces archangel necklaces etheric candles we also have zodiac sweatshirts and earth angel sweatshirts which are amazing and so soft love them i know oh my god they really are it's like cozy it's like you get into a cozy bed when you put them on Yeah. yeah so we hope you have a beautiful day and until next time we love you so much and cheers to your awakening Bye, Bye. everyone.